All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Stephen. And I'm Megan. And this episode, we're going to bring you back to Swag Tier Roots. <laughs> and <laughs> Back to that uh, hotel room at Pack South, you mean? Well, not quite that far, but like, I mean, I guess maybe. The story could be on par, but we're going to tell a classic. I was telling <laughs> Stephen this episode's going to be in like our top 10 list. So getting you pumped for this. God, I don't even know where to start. So, okay. I have what Caitlin and I now call um, a cursed t-shirt. Anytime I wear this shirt out, I seem to have very weird things happen to me. <laughs> bad, bad weird things? Because if not, it's a lucky t-shirt. Oh, yeah, okay. No, it's not a lucky t-shirt like that. It's just like, this is the kind of crap that only happens to me. i mean that seems to happen to you regardless of what you're wearing because you have a lot of weird stories this is true (laughs) but i think like the really weird ones happen when i'm wearing this shirt (laughs) okay (laughs) so first of all um shout out to bianca because this shirt is a shirt that she gave me um it's a crash bandicoot shirt that i guess she bought on redbubble uh so i've had it for a number of years um, and I feel like only like really niche people recognize it. <laughs> Maybe not so much anymore since Crash had that remake, the oh, the true. like end trilogy or whatever. Um, but yeah, this was definitely like a younger generation of gamers that would recognize yeah. him. I, yeah, think. I do feel there's a small resurgence, like Spyro kind of came back in a little mm-hmm. bit too. Yep. But it's still, you, you, you needed to be around for the PlayStation era. Uh-huh. Yep. To appreciate, like, the true glory of the game, I think. Of bouncing on crates and eating fruit. Yep. Um, so, okay, so the first time I wore this shirt, and this is funny because I thought I had, this happened many years ago. Um, I feel like three at this point. I thought that I had told this story on the podcast before, but I don't think I actually have. So you guys get another original. So this is a twofer episode. Um, (laughs) so this story started with Caitlin and I going to Red Robin. Here I am, you know, at my usual chain restaurant, uh, as much like, um, what is it called? Not produced food, but like processed. Processed. There we go. As much processed food as you can get. So here we are. (laughs) We're, We're at Red Robin and the hostess is seating us and she sees my Crash Bandicoot shirt and she starts talking to me and showing me like, talking to me beyond, like, here's your table, your server will be with you shortly. She starts talking to me. She pulls up her, the sleeve on her, her shirt, and she shows me some tattoo. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. And she's like, <laughs> hey, do you like this? Like, eh, eh. And I'm just like, I don't I don't know what this is, but I'm too polite to, to tell you I don't know what it is. Like, is this supposed to be Crash? <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out she was talking to me about Supernatural, which is a TV show that I would never in a million years watch. Um, way too violent, way too gory. Like, I'm also not really terribly interested in zombies or the apocalypse. And it's about two bros. Yeah, and two bros. That's even more. Aquila Black. <laughs> so... Um, never seen this show and she's talking to me about it and she was basically like i see you like crash bandicoot so you must also like supernatural which was her like (laughs) her segue into this that's gonna be like a strange social media recommendation youtube algorithm 
Like, we've determined that the Venn diagram between these two fandoms is actually quite intersected. Maybe. I don't even know. I mean, maybe OkCupid has some data on this. Like, people (laughs) who mention Crash Bandicoot in their profile also mention Supernatural at, like, a percentage rate of, like, 75 or something. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. But her brain, she made this connection, and she brought it to life. So Caitlin, of course, she's seen Supernatural, and uh, I think she's played Crash Bandicoot, or at least has, like, she knows what it is. So she's standing there like, I don't even know where this girl is going with this. (laughs) And I'm too polite to tell her that I really just have no idea what she's talking about. And we talked for, like, way longer than a hostess should talk to people that they're seating. Um, And she eventually ended up giving me her... I don't even want to call it a business card. I mean, it was a business card, but it was like her personal card about like herself and with like her Twitter handle and all this stuff. And it turns out, um, we looked her up later, uh, that she is a taxidermist and (laughs) she stuffs squirrels and then dresses them up. Squando. And, no not squando hands off squando (laughs) that's our i mean who am i gonna order naked wangs for (laughs) wangs i just said wangs i meant to say wings but that's that's what caitlin and i call them wangs (laughs) so there was a little embarrassing slip up um yes so she stuffs these squirrels she dresses them up as supernatural characters and then then (laughs) so she makes like small dioramas of supernatural scenes with these squirrels no she doesn't make dioramas she just dresses them up in whatever clothes like tiny clothes these characters would wear so she also makes tiny clothes well i don't i mean i guess she must i started to be like maybe she orders them but who where would she order (laughs) yeah who who makes squirrel fitted clothes from supernatural (laughs) yeah i have no idea so she must also make tiny clothes (laughs) that's a custom etsy order right there yeah well okay so it gets even better so after she stuffs these squirrels, I have no idea if she actually kills them herself or actually, I don't even know if she stuffs them. Maybe she just orders them, but I'm pretty sure she does the taxidermy herself. Um, she looked like the kind of person who might like kill a small animal and stuff it. Um, <laughs> maybe that was a little brutal. I don't know. So, so the squirrels are stuffed. They're dressed up. Now she takes them to like comic conventions uh, where the actors from Supernatural are showing up. You know, like when you go to a comic convention, you can pay for um, mm-hmm. an autograph or a photo op, usually uh, with the people that are uh, featured as guests. And, you know, that's how these conventions, like, draw people in. One of the ways. So she brings them, she gets a photo op, and then she forces these actors <laughs> to hold her squirrels looking <laughs> like them and then oh has the God. picture taken. That's so surreal. It really is. It's very weird. Uh, okay. It's very unique. Um, <laughs> if I was this person, I, I don't think I would want to touch someone's squirrel right? dressed as me. Right? I wouldn't even want to look at a squirrel dressed as me. I think that would, no, just no. So she's got these pictures on on her Twitter of her, you know, here with these actors and actresses and then them with their squirrel. (laughs) And I don't know. I think she gave me her card because, like, she wanted to stay in touch. Um, Or maybe she's, like, really proud of her work or, like, since she thought I was a Supernatural fan. 
obviously because to meet another crash bandicoot supernatural fan exactly (laughs) she's working on her crash bandicoot taxidermy too oh no don't tell me that (laughs) so that happened um caitlin and i were also kind of like trying to figure out if she was like low-key hitting on me we never really quite figured anything out um we think she just might have been a little interesting yeah i think this this woman just sounds like she was very enthusiastic and passionate Mm -hmm. about her hobbies yep and she thought she was connecting with a kindred spirit Mm, wrong (laughs) (laughs) yep wrong so uh that happened (laughs) (laughs) so today um fast forward three years later I am once again wearing my Crash Bandicoot shirt. and <laughs> The cursed shirt. The cursed shirt. And uh, Caitlin and I went to the eye doctor today. Um, we went, you know, we, we both see the same doctor. Um, and we had our annual whatever appointments today. And as we are checking out, you know, you get your exam, at least at, at this eye doctor. I don't know if this is like normal everywhere. Um, but we get our exam and then we come out and if your prescription's changed, they usually try to talk you into buying some glasses while you're there. And I guess they probably try to talk you into it, whether your prescription changes or not, let's be <laughs> honest. Um, so we were there like at the table and and the people at the eye doctor were trying to convince us to buy glasses. And of course, you know, we were buying glasses. At least I was buying glasses. <laughs> there was another customer who walked out after her exam, I would assume. You know, she kind of caught the eye i would say she was a very tall woman like probably six foot or more um wearing kind of like a striped purple shirt and then like kind of army pants without like the army pattern they just were you know bulky baggy pants sure um with boots and kind of like she had pants yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and she had a lot of tattoos um like all over her arms and stuff Honestly, I don't even remember how we started talking. This eye doctor, I will say, everybody in this office is so friendly, um, like really friendly. We go to the shopping center a lot um, because Frisbee's vet is there and there's, you know, a couple of restaurants we like. uh, So we go pretty often. And usually like if I'm walking Frisbee outside, like we'll see people from the eye doctor and they'll like wave me in and be like, Hey, like we're having an eyeglasses party. Like come say hello. Like, <laughs> what vacations party? Yeah. They do what that a lot. Is that? Well, they get like new frames and stuff. Like a new collection is released. And so they throw like a launch party um, wow. and invite everyone. This is really involved. <laughs> yeah. I've they're they're super friendly. Ster- like sterile doctor office style places where it's kind of all business but this is so uh, it's like a neighborhood hangout yeah kind of actually (laughs) (laughs) but just a little clarification though the ones that are doing like the selling of the frames and inviting to the parties they're usually not the doctors they're just like the people who work like in the store part of it because it's like also an eyeglasses store and a doctor all in the same facility you know we're there getting our frames and everyone's being friendly and chatting 
Um, and it, it kind of turns into like a little bit of a party, honestly, like while you're trying on glasses, like all of the associates come <laughs> over and they're like, oh, yeah, it's, yes, girl, like that looks good. Or oh like, no. <laughs> it's like a fashion show in there. Kind of a little bit. Like, okay, can you just walk down the runway and just, just let, let me let me see those those specs as you strut? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this woman was getting her glasses and I was getting mine and we just kind of all started talking somehow. And so then, then someone was asking her about her tattoos and she was showing off her tattoos. It was kind of interesting because she had these, she had to roll up her pant leg to show some of the ones on her calf. Um, and the ones on her calf were beautifully done. They were, you know, like just pictures that you would see on the internet, basically. They were of... Movies that I don't, that I'm not, like, I don't watch, like Dracula and Nosferatu and, oh, wow. like, some other kind of demon-y type things. Okay, so these are intense tattoos. Yes, very intense. Got it. When you first said pictures from the internet, I was initially thinking memes. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. On one calf, you have... A, a woman crying and screaming and pointing at the other calf. <laughs> <laughs> the other calf is just a cat at a table. <laughs> yeah, no, not quite like that. Um, so, but those were the ones that were on her legs. They were beautifully done. Then the ones on her arms looked like a child drew them. They were like stick figures. <laughs> and, and like, I don't, I don't even, I mean, it looks like, you know, the art that you would see on like a mom's refrigerator. So she started on the arms and she learned her lesson. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> or she just went to a different tattoo artist. <laughs> that wasn't her child. Right. That wasn't her child. <laughs> so um, we were talking about her tattoos. And then somehow, I don't, she just kind of looked at Caitlin and I and was blatantly like, how long have you two been together? And we were just like, uh, none of your business. I mean, not, <laughs> not really. But that's what we were thinking. It was very random. Like we went from talking, like having, you know, casual, um, small talk about her tattoos to her, like asking us pretty personal questions. Mm -hmm. So she was at like inquiring about our relationship. And then that's when things took like a very weird turn. She started talking about some place in Richmond. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, where they essentially do BDSM. And she was just like describing stuff and being like, it's oh. so fun. And I'm a teacher there. And oh. my wife and I do like whatever we, my wife and I met at a, like at this bar. Oh, and I guess that was how she got into this was that she was telling us that this is, this is where she met her wife um, at this BDSM place. <laughs> And she was essentially, like, she got on her phone and was, like, reading off the different types of events that they have. And she was essentially inviting us out. Yeah, she was trying to recruit you for the club. I guess. I just, I'm not sure, like, where the connection came from. Like, I don't know if she <laughs> looked at us and was like, oh, two other lesbians. Um, they must be into BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, someone in a Crash Bandicoot shirt. Well, I've had pretty good track record with those fans. <laughs> she did ask me about my shirt as well. Um, partially the reason why I was saying only stuff like this happens to me when I'm in my <laughs> Crash Bandicoot shirt. Uh, but that was like, 
the least of the interesting parts <laughs> of her talking to us. Um, so I don't, she just, she went into to details about like the torture nights. Like, I think they call it the torture garden or something. And like these, don't forget that we're like in this eye doctor place. Yeah, and like having a party. Like, well, the, they weren't having, the party wasn't going on. Like there was, there was no actual party happening. I was just saying that it felt like a party. Okay. I was, I was definitely imagining that it, it was like a, a super small scale launch party. And so there was just random confetti around. There's some balloons. There was a person dressed up as a pair of eyeglasses. <laughs> all just dancing around as you two are having this conversation about the garden and the pleasures within. I, God, that's the name. That is the title of this episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, honestly, I think that would have been better. Like if there had been maybe not so much a small scale party, but if there had been a a, 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 a larger party going on, then it would have been easier to like hide this conversation. Right. You could have been drowned out in the noise. Exactly. But really, it was just the two of you talking. No, it was like four employees around. Yep. It was yeah, exactly it was me and Caitlin and this mystery woman and then the four employees. So like the two people <laughs> trying to sell us glasses and then the two people, the two like very serious looking women behind the front desk who like check people into their appointments and like do your insurance basically. This has got to be so awkward for them. Yes. Yeah, so they, 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 they weren't trying even... to make a sale. They're not going to tell you stop having a, this meaningful connection that you two yearn for. <laughs> but at the same time, they don't want to hear this. Right. So, like, this woman was going into details um, about all the kinds of different activities, like waxing and all that kind of stuff. You know, these people behind the desk are, like, not, they're just totally quiet. But the the two people trying to sell us the, the glasses, at least one of them, got like way into this conversation. <laughs> he he was looking things up. He was like just commenting on everything. And the other one was kind of like, I could tell he was uncomfortable. He seemed more like a, you know, a typical, a stereotypical like family man. Um, but I could also tell he was like trying to not, like he was trying to be polite where he was, he would just kind of be like, mm, oh, mm, that sounds interesting. <laughs> But this other guy, totally eating it up. He was just like, oh, and, you know, they have this kind of night and this, and I think I should go down for this, and oh, I'm really into this kink. They started talking about um, clubs in D.C. that I guess used to or currently do BDSM nights, and, like, they both knew what they were talking about and were able to, like, actually, like, communicate about this. Wow, okay, so this is a, a real insider here. This is I guess connected with the scene. I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe not so much connected with the scene currently, but at least at like some point was invested. Yeah, yeah. This isn't someone who says, "Oh, you like board games?" Like I used to play Catan. This is someone who says, "Oh, you like board games?" I used to go to Pax Unplugged all the time. I uh -huh. used to, you know, I I run tournaments at Magfest. Yep. Wow. Okay. So really, eyeglass doctors are the place to meet people. I guess. Me and Caitlin were talking about, you know, us renting the bus. 
and then just stopping by the eye doctors and picking everyone up and heading down to <laughs> Richmond to, to go to the torture. Bus. Yeah, the, the party bus to go to the torture garden. <laughs> you just get a big old coach. <laughs> so the whole time that like she was talking to us and telling us these these things like i was giving caitlin you know our secret couple signal of like oh my god someone help which was um, i was squeezing the life out of her leg <laughs> I, I, I like that this is the secret couple symbol just yes well i mean nobody else can really see it kind of just looks like a nice you know coupley gesture my leg my my leg my hand on her leg um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but secretly i'm like squeezing being like help 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 me out i don't know how this started you're doing like three quick squeezes three long squeezes <laughs> and another three quick squeezes yeah morse code <laughs> on her leg <laughs> oh my oh that Okay, now that sounds like a useful couple's language. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. So you're telling Caitlin, like, we got to wrap this up and we got to extricate ourselves before they get serious about exchanging contact info. Well, we're less we... handing each other business cards. So she did give us a business card oh and she gave, the business card had her wife's email address on it. And she was like inviting us down to go to the whatever garden. All right, for a split second. I thought you were going to say that she handed you her wife's business card and it was advertising her wife's work as a taxidermist. (laughs) That would have really been the icing on the cake. (laughs) And Supernatural fan. It was the same business card I got three years ago. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, so... We do still have the taxidermist's business card. We keep it on the fridge. Now we have this new woman's business card, and we're going to keep it on the fridge next to the Supernatural Girl's business card. Wow. Anyone who comes in and looks at your fridge is going to think you have some interesting things that you need to have on speed tile. Normally, people just have some takeout places, <laughs> you know, a locksmith, maybe not in the apartment. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. That doesn't make quite as much sense. <laughs> But some wedding invitations. Mm-hmm. You've got the digits of a supernatural super fan, a very niche specialized taxidermist, and well, the mistress of Richmond. <laughs> God, that's another really good episode title. <laughs> the mistress of Richmond. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um... By the way, let me also say, our appointment for, like, our initial appointment, my appointment for uh, my eye doctor was 1030. We left at 1. Wow. Wait. Wait. How long does it usually take? The eye doctor? The eye doctor takes, like, 15 minutes, if even. (laughs) So we were there chatting for, like, nearly two hours. And all these employees are also there chatting to all the chatting for two hours yep well you just made this random guy's day and (laughs) this is also absolutely terrifying for the other guy (laughs) (laughs) i just i want to know i i wish i could be a fly on the wall in in the mind of one of those girls sitting behind the counter (laughs) i just i'm dying to know what they were thinking about 
while listening to all of that going on. You know, one of them was probably thinking, this is fascinating. This is a look into another world. And the other one is thinking, I'm definitely going to hell for this. The other one's thinking, I wish my boyfriend was here so I could squeeze his leg. (laughs) (laughs) Help, 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 help. Get me out of here. She's tapping on her Apple Watch. (laughs) (laughs) I do have to admit, I am a little bit curious. I kind of want to go and just watch. But Richmond's really far away, and that's a long drive to go for something Mm. that, like, I really just don't know anything about. Well, you could get in touch and ask if there's anything more local. That's true. I'm afraid to get in touch, though. I'd need, like, a VPN. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think Norton can provide you a very secure Oh, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. If all the pop-ups it shunts onto your computer are any indication. (laughs) This is definitely the month for, like, unwanted solicitations. I mean, solicitations (laughs) are never wanted. But, like, let me tell you, first of all, Bertucci's has been emailing me and calling me like a couple times a week being like, hey, we saw you placed a catering order last Christmas. We wanted to know if you were interested in placing another catering order this year. I never, I never placed any catering order. Oh, well, then that's weird. (laughs) It's weird. I have no idea how they got my information and why they're like having someone like personally call me um, and also email me. Multiple times. (laughs) And the other one that I'm getting all of this from is last year I did order pajamas for my mother from Soma, um, which is another like kind of Talbots. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We got to get our Talbots tag in here. Yeah, or got to get that Talbots tag. (laughs) So I ordered pajamas for my mom for Christmas last year. And I never have, have I ever gotten an email from Soma other than like the confirmation email last year. And now I'm getting emailed three to four times a day from Soma, which just started like a couple days ago with them being like, Hey, have you checked out these PJs? Should you order these PJs? Do you want these PJs? Maybe you want these ones. And I'm like, I don't need any more PJs. Thanks. (laughs) Man, there must be some salesperson out there who's like, you know what? These once a week emails are not cutting it. These once a day emails are not cutting it. I got to hit my numbers. Let me just try emailing them five times a day. (laughs) And it worked on these Talbot's aged women. (laughs) Yeah, they must have some metric somewhere that tells them this is successful. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Unless they're all just like in experimentation mode. (laughs) Right. Anyone, any, anyone else without the data would have just shot this thing down. But because it shows higher engagement, well, that's why you're getting five Soma emails a day. I can't wait till I'm getting five Torture Garden emails a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever do end up going to Richmond, we're definitely going to need a follow-up. Absolutely. And it's definitely going to be an explicit episode. Well, unfortunately, um, the mistress of Richmond did say that there were two rules at this location. One is no touching without asking. And the other is no photography or video, which I would hope would be the case. I mean, like, I wouldn't want to go somewhere and have someone, you know, to partake in my, my fantasies and have some rando there taking pictures and video. That's fair. 
So no photos in the show notes, but we would get a recap. Absolutely. Well, that look into your 2020 Valentine's Day plans. Oh, no. Is the perfect way to end this episode of Swag Tear. Oh, God. Yo, yo. 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 Woof, woof. No! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up. No.